0: You're listening to Level Up with host James Lee, a senior living and healthcare leadership podcast built for those who want to be great at doing good. Hi, everyone. This is James Lee. Welcome to another episode of Level Up Leadership Podcast. I am super excited to have my guest on today, Anna Hall. Um, We're going to be talking about purpose. I love this topic, and I couldn't think of a better person to uh, walk through this conversation with me than Anna Hall. Uh, now, her daytime job, uh, I hope I get this right, Chief Purpose Officer for Connected Living. You got it. I mean, that is awesome that purpose is in your title. That's- it's
1: the best title ever. And the fact that I work at a technology company that makes purpose such a priority mm-hmm. is, I'm, I'm very lucky
2: that I get to do this.
0: It's astounding. Um, So I love that I'm about to have this conversation with you, Anna, and um, you're going to take the reins over here in just a little bit. Um, But what I want to do is set up the episode for everyone who may be uh, new to me, this this podcast, or to Anna. Um, I met Anna, I guess more officially, we met kind of um, recently in terms of one-on-one conversations and phone calls and Zoom calls. Uh, We've been kind of LinkedIn buddies for some time now. Um, And um, I love that during the pandemic, one of the positive kind of um, side effects is that people have had more live conversations. And uh, if we were to look, I'm sure we've been connected on LinkedIn for years, uh, but it was only recently, um, you know, certainly in the midst of all of the COVID era that we reached out to each other personally and created a, a friendship beyond kind of LinkedIn. So I'm, I'm so happy for that. I am too. So today we're going to talk about purpose. And uh, and as I prefaced, Anna's going to kind of walk us through this. Um, I would love for you to share, kind of set the table here, Anna. Um, you know, kind of your methodology more than I do, obviously. So, I'll let you set that up. But let's start with hopefully a softball question, um, which is why should we be talking about purpose at all? Why should leaders, particularly leaders in senior living or any kind of mission-driven service, why should we care at all about purpose um, in terms of our day-to-day work? Um, let's, Let's ground our episode with that question.
1: Three things come to mind right away okay. uh, for anyone, and this is both in business and in personal life. It is essential to be in touch with one's purpose. First of all, in order to lead others or be part of a team to get things done, you have to know yourself.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And so, discovering one's purpose is also a journey of self-discovery and self-actualization. Mm. And when one deeply understands like your own personal why, Mm
0: -hmm. you know,
1: what gets me up in the morning, what gets me excited? What is it about me that's special that I bring to the world? Yeah. How do I fuel myself so that I have the energy to fuel others, right? Mm -hmm. And to motivate others. It has to start with knowing yourself. And when you know yourself, then you can recognize purpose in others. And as a leader, understanding and seeing and celebrating each person's unique purpose gives you the tools that you need to create an exceptional team where everyone Mm -hmm. is working at their highest capacity and loving what they do.
0: Yeah, I love that sounds
1: a little pie in the sky, but isn't that the goal?
0: Pie in the sky is a is a wonderful pie. It's my second favorite pie after pecan pie, Um, but we should be talking (laughs) big level. So I love that. The kind of first distinction is that purpose matters because it helps you to know yourself. Okay, cool. Um, Number two, mm -hmm. motivation, motivation.
1: My whole um, impetus for researching purpose was after 20 plus years in senior living, really focused on engagement and um, creating both group and individual person-centered programs, I saw a disparity or a difference between people who seemed to be motivated to keep going through challenges and changes in condition and changes in health and circumstance, environment, all those things, and then people who kind of petered out or who didn't have this internal drive. And it was, yeah. it was, it's no judgment on the person. It was more of a curiosity, like, what is this thing? Mm-hmm. Right? And it's it's not something that people are doing. It seems to be deeper than that. So, I yeah. wanted to figure out what, what motivates people. Yeah. And that led me to learn the difference between intrinsic and extrinsic motivation.
2: Yeah. Love it.
1: Extrinsic motivation is you know, I'll give you $10,000 more if you take on this project, or Mm -hmm. even I'll recognize you and give you a medal if you do something. That kind of motivation is a fantastic temporary short-term motivation. But Mm -hmm. to really keep a team and yourself going, Mm -hmm. you need to have motivation that comes from the inside that's that's limitless, that's bottomless. And that comes from purpose. Purpose is the source of that.
0: Yeah, it, it seems like purposefulness and intrinsic motivation feel like more natural pairings than extrinsic motivation and purpose. Absolutely. Yeah. You're Absolutely. saying that both both are important to motivators, but purpose is probably a little bit more rooted in that infinite pool of uh, motivation, as you said. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Purpose is is always with you. It's mm-hmm. part of you. It's who you are. And so, if you can understand your own purpose and celebrate it, then you don't. You know, life, life life is hard. We have challenges. We have disappointments. We have joys and celebrations. But purpose can be your constant yeah. through that roller coaster of life.
0: Yeah, love that. Um, number the one third, was know yourself. Two is yes. motivation. Third,
1: resilience, which kind of goes back to both of those, right? the resilience to keep going when things get hard or when things happen that we don't expect Mm
2: -hmm. and
1: also excitement, which goes back to motivation as well. You know, people who have an internal locus of self worth and self understanding, which I think is self actualization can, can deal with changing external circumstances when they have, an inner strength that again, I'll say is purpose. Yeah. To to keep us going.
0: Yeah. Love that. It's, it's simple enough to provide structure for this conversation, but I can tell this could get real deep, real fast. (laughs) Oh Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So know yourself. That's kind of like, who are you? Mm -hmm. Um, Motivation. What, what drives you? Um, And number three, resilience. What, Sustains you, right? Yes. so awesome that's a that's a great place to start and what what I'm hearing and and I'll mix it a little bit with my own thoughts of purpose great. is that um you know if if you don't have a sense of who you are and what drives you and what sustains you as a leader of other people, you won't be able to tap into that for others right? Exactly. Um, and it speaks a little bit to, you know, something that I also strongly believe in, which is uh, strong emotional intelligence. Um, in fact, a big part of this uh, podcast and my leadership ph- philosophy is is around this concept of a harmonious relationship between your head skills and your heart skills. And part of what I might um, put into that category of heart heart skills is emotional intelligence, Um, purposefulness. And and more than having a purpose, it's understanding your purpose and harnessing it and and using it to drive you forward, right?
1: Yes. Purpose, a clear sense of purpose literally gives us clarity, Mm -hmm. right? To know, it helps make decisions easier, even career decisions.
2: Oh, absolutely.
1: You know, oh, I have a, I have an opportunity to take this job or to take on this project or to become a new manager. And, you know, these decisions don't have to just be an on paper decision, right? When Mm -hmm. one can look inside of oneself and really see, is this me?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I love it. It makes a difference. Um, It it begs the question, Anna, are people good at defining and understanding their purpose? No. No. Tell me That's more.
1: why I had to make the purpose equation. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I I think I agree with you, but I'm interested in your answer. Why Why are people not good at understanding and, and kind of defining their own purpose?
1: There's a lot of, of components that create our purpose. We mm-hmm. it, And so, the purpose equation is a framework that helps each of us look at ourselves from many different perspectives to like, put our pieces together to create that pie in the sky. right? But also, there's just, you know, a lot of people talk about purpose. And I found that when we're talking about purpose, you might mean one thing, I mm-hmm. mean, might mean something else. The, the biggest revelation that I've had in my research and learning about purpose and helping people discover their purpose is that purpose is not something that we do. And a lot of people think, oh, my purpose is to become a fill-in-the-blank, a job or a role in your life, right? Mm -hmm. And then when people retire or change jobs or lose jobs, they feel like, oh, I've lost my purpose.
2: Yeah, yeah. And the
1: thing is, purpose has... What we do, roles that we play, are outputs of our purpose. Mm -hmm. So that's the biggest... uh, misunderstanding i would say that people have about purpose is they're looking outside of themselves when really purpose is an internal view that changes your perspective of the rest of your life in a really awesome way
0: yeah so so purpose isn't isn't where you're going it's why you're going yeah right i have a can i
1: share an analogy
0: yeah I love analogies. Yes.
1: Okay. So, one of one of my clients shared this with me and it's so good. I'm going to pass it along. So, a lot of us think, so we're going to, let's pretend that we are SpaceX and we're about to launch this rocket because we're okay. trying to get to Mars so that we can cool. <laughs> populate it, right? So, a lot of people would think that, okay, so our purpose is to get to Mars.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So then Mars is the purpose, right? The destination is the purpose and everybody's working to get to Mars. When in fact, getting to Mars is an output of individuals and then a team having a purpose. In order for that rocket to reach Mars, it's got to make 30,000 corrections in course. Mm -hmm. That rocket has to have enough fuel to reach Mars. So
2: purpose
1: is... The rocket, it is not Mars. Mm-hmm. right? This rocket is on a journey, and this rocket needs input, which is fuel, which I would say is joy. That's a whole nother topic. yeah. And then the output of this motivation and excitement and meaning meaning is is really, I think, the goal of life, not happiness. It's meaning. Mm-hmm what keeps that rocket going is purpose. Yeah. So that rocket could go anywhere right now it's going to Mars, but tomorrow it might be going to the moon and then it might be going to Saturn.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's that's, that's a great way to kind of think about, um, I love this distinction that purpose isn't something we do. What we do is the output of our purpose. Exactly. Um, I, You know, that, that kind of distinction is, I, I think it's important for leaders to kind of tap into this because we, We talk so much, you know, when you get operationally focused or sales focused or execution focused, a lot of conversations can get around like, here are the numerical values and um, the quantification of that output. Um, But if you think about how often we as leaders um, engage in the topic of purposefulness um, from an From a work perspective, not a like a product perspective, right? We sometimes we talk about purpose in senior living as the thing we create. But even this distinction is like we don't give seniors purpose. We just Oh,
1: thank you for saying
0: right. (laughs) We we understand their purpose. Uh we we help kind of we help with the output, but they bring the purpose to the table.
1: We can help with supporting outlets or or paths for the output and we can also help to fuel the purpose yeah right to to give the rocket fuel and there's there's specific ways to do that but nobody can give anybody else purpose right this is knowing oneself and and let me say this celebrating oneself Mm -hmm. because when you know yourself and you can love this thing about you your purpose stack, so to speak, then it, it again it fuels the motivation and the resilience. And also, you know, the a lot of times we talk. I've I've seen things about leaders saying, "Well, you know, I might not want to hire someone who's smarter than me mm-hmm. or who has this skill set because it could make me look bad." But when one is living in purpose, this comparing oneself to others kind of melts away.
0: Totally, yeah.
1: Because you can be, it's like you can feel your own power and your own strength and your own excitement. And then when you see that in others, it's exciting. It's not a competition.
0: Totally, yeah.
1: So, comparing oneself Mm. to others is such a toxic thing that us human beings do. And living in purpose can really help to diminish that.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's that's a big lesson. Um, I think one that I can also... Um, I, I've internalized and I think you know I can I can certainly um attest to you know a lot of people rumble with this idea of ego, right? Mm-hmm. Um and ego you know I, I also want to state that ego is not a good or bad thing, it is just a condition of you, it's a condition of human humanity that ego uh, in the sense that you're concerned about what happens to you, that's not in and of itself a bad thing. But but having too much ego or letting that kind of be the the forefront of all of your actions, that obviously, you know, drives pretty poor relationships. So, in that sense, purpose can be kind of the antidote to ego.
1: I think that purpose helps to even transcend ego
0: transcend it. Yeah.
1: I think, you know, ego, I agree is not a good or a bad thing, but it can cause blocks Mm -hmm. in purpose and it can cause, it can house fear
2: Mm -hmm.
1: because we naturally want to protect our ego. Mm -hmm. So if we're too much in our ego, it can cause us to not take risks, to not overcome our fears, to stay in our comfort zone. Like for me, doing this podcast and talking about purpose and Mm -hmm. being on video two years ago, I would have said, no, thank you. Like there's (laughs) way too much room for error. Right. And Oh, well, I'll do that when I'm 10 pounds thinner. And you know, when I've, when I've done 50 more hours of research, then I'll do the podcast, but I'm living in purpose. And I'm saying, you know what? I know enough that this is not about me or how I look or how I sound. Mm -hmm. My purpose is to help other people understand that within them is this amazing gift mm-hmm. and that most of us actually are who we want to be. Yeah. There's just a lot of things blocking our view, our true view of who we are.
0: That that's an amazing insight Anna and and I think a good way to think about purpose. You you said purpose helps you transcend ego. Yes. It that that also means that it helps you transcend um you know vulnerability or or kind of lean into vulnerability and if you think about it this way through the lens of senior living or again any mission driven uh pursuit where you're taking care of people how on earth can we do the best version of that if we don't live within our purpose right yes. it's yeah the 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 job itself is just something we do if we don't tie um all of our actions back to purpose so, um, I love that this, that, that, that was a great lead in to let's, uh, speaking of vulnerability, um, let's segue from a kind of a general topic of, uh, of purpose. And I'm going to put myself in the hot seat here. And that was part of the, uh, intention about doing this podcast is that yes. I'm going to level up. And, I'm a, and I want to help other people to tap into that uh, by sharing my own journey. So this is that hot seat moment. Um, so I think you're going to walk me through a little bit of this so that I can internalize and personalize this. So um, let's dig in.
1: Okay, awesome. So the purpose equation incorporates, uh, I'm a certified life coach. And so it, incorpor- it incorporates coaching techniques. Okay. So, I will ask you questions and we will explore you in the present moment. And that's really important because when one is living in purpose, purpose is not static.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: It evolves, right? So, we're going to explore who you are right now in terms of living in your purpose. And here's the other thing. I'm not a magical wizard. I do not know what your purpose (laughs)
0: is. (laughs) Okay, But you do. Yeah. So,
1: my role is to help you discover it. And, and as humans, talking out loud and then hearing reflected back to us what we say helps to bring clarity.
2: Mm-hmm. So,
1: what I'm going to ask of you is to one, as you said, be vulnerable. Yeah, It's a sign of strength that you're yeah. willing to expose yourself in such a way and know that you can survive it. So, that's vulnerability. Thank you, Brene Brown, for teaching us that.
0: Totally, Yeah. If she listens to this podcast or if you know Brene Brown, send her this podcast. Uh, we'd love to meet her.
1: Yes. Thank you, Brene. And then the other thing is I'll, I'll reflect back to you and occasionally I'll summarize. And here's the thing. This is not about me. Yeah. I'm doing that purposefully so that you can reflect and say, oh, yes, that's absolutely right. Or, you know, that's not quite it. It's actually this. Okay. So everything that I'm saying is just to lead you on the discovery of your purpose.
0: Okay. Okay? Sounds good. Good good ground rules. Cue vulnerability. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Got it.
1: And here's the thing. Finding purpose is really fun. So this is going to be fun. This is not therapy. I'm not trying to fix you (laughs) or find anything that's wrong. Purpose is about finding everything that's right. That's right. (laughs) Okay.
2: That's right. right.
0: Yeah.
1: So here's the question. Would you rather go for a ride in a limousine or a spaceship? Spaceship. Okay, tell me about that choice.
0: Um, for me, a spaceship is about exploration. Um, I love being in a limo. Don't get me wrong. That that there, there are moments where I think feeling. Um, important feeling celebratory. You know, I don't necessarily equate limo with like, you know, glitz and glamor. I think that's about celebration, but between the two, um, when I think about a spaceship, it's a lot of unknown. It's about exploration and it's about um, seeking things that you're not already familiar with. So um, at first glance, spaceship,
1: Okay. Where are you going in this
0: spaceship? Ooh, metaphorically, I guess metaphorically, because I don't actually own a spaceship. Um, If I'm in a spaceship, where am I going? You know, um, I I don't remember the exact quote, um, but I I think about journeys this way that wherever you go, the purpose of it is to come back. So I'm going to say that I'm going home or I'm returning home um, but the exploration is to get somewhere to see my home in a new light, uh, to appreciate it differently. Um, and and that echoes from just, you know, when I grew up in, I grew up in a small town, Alice, Texas. Uh, it was population 20,000, less than that when I graduated. I couldn't wait to get out of there. You know, I couldn't wait to leave and go expand and become this person I was going to be. I couldn't wait to travel and go to great schools and, you know, marry a great person and have a great career, all of those things. Um, But what I have learned in life and career is that all of that pursuit uh, that you think is about getting away from home, it's really about returning back to that place and having newfound appreciation for it. Um, and, and, And not just being okay with it, but being proud of it. So, if I'm going somewhere on a spaceship, I don't know where the middle is, But the end is home.
1: Mm, Okay. It sounds like that's become a theme in your life. Mm. Um, You said seeking new things, exploring the unknown. Yeah. Seeking new perspectives, but then also using those journeys and those adventures
0: Mm -hmm.
2: to
1: see what already is in a new light.
0: Right. Yeah, that's right.
1: Okay. How long is this journey going to be?
0: Ooh. <laughs> this this gets harder each level um you go in. Um how long is this journey? How long is the journey? I don't know. Um maybe maybe this is a journey that cuz home isn't like it's not one trip. It's not one trip around the sun. So, I guess, you know, I'm thinking about it, the journey itself, there's probably lots of legs of this journey. Um, some of them are shorter kind of sprints. Um, the journey probably is, you know, my last day alive on Earth. Uh, that's probably the end of that journey. Um, and maybe a lot of rotations or um, or trips in that in that rocket. Um, so if uh, maybe it's a cop-out answer, but it's my honest one is that this is a, this is a lifelong journey.
2: Ooh,
1: how does a lifelong journey coincide with returning home?
0: Hmm. Um, well, I think that quote, well, I'll I'll have to figure it out. And after this episode, I'll go find that quote, because it just keeps coming back into my head, um, the more that we talk about this. But something, it, it's something to the effect of, um, you know, that the journey is not about getting to the end, it's about returning home and seeing it for the first time. And I mm-hmm. think that really aptly describes how I look at life and career and, you know, everything is that um, the concept of a lifelong journey and how it kind of syncs up with uh with with this conversation is that um eventually all of my work is about what I've already had all along, which is my family, my my personal relationships, and my own self view uh, of myself. These are all things that I had before the journey, I'm just going to take them with me. And hopefully the journey makes those kind of uh, self-reflections more important.
1: So you just touched, on, I'll pause here and say, you just mm-hmm. touched on some core values, okay, family and relationships. Mm-hmm. And all of us have, I'll say a stack of core values. Like every human mm-hmm. has some basic core values what the purpose equation does is help you see which core values are pulling, pulling on you in terms of your attention at this point in your life. Mm -hmm. And so how do family and relationships um, interact with you in terms of your consciousness and your focus Mm. on an everyday basis?
0: Yeah. You know, the, the thing I have thought about, Family and relationships is that it can become a very cop out value, and what I mean by that is it's so easy, I think, for people to just say everything I do is about my family, mm-hmm. um, but that your actions don't end up aligning with that you know um, and so for me, the quest of like family and relationships is that not that it is a everlasting value, and I never question it, but it's it's trying to make sure that that remains a forefront value. And I think that's the relationship I have with that concept is that if everything I do is for and about me and my family, um, I need to hold myself to that standard. And that there have been plenty of times in my life when um, I have espoused that that is my value, but my actions and my my investment of my time and all of those things have said the opposite. Um, So I think, you know, if, if I'm living in my purpose about uh, making sure that everything I do returns to um, me as an integral member of my own family, it's putting that first, and that's a that's a quest. It's not easy. It's it's in fact, I think I screw up more on that than you know than anything else, and and probably most leaders would would if they're honestly self reflecting. Um, sometimes all of that pursuit, all of that ego-laced kind of um, accolades of your professional life, sometimes it gets in the way of your personal values. So, um, for me, it's not just about having that value, but it's holding myself accountable to that value.
1: Well, here's the thing about purpose. Mm-hmm. There's, there's, a, there's a, a, a word in our language that is so important. Mm -hmm. And that word is should
0: should a
1: lot of us live in the land of shoulds. Mm -hmm. And anytime you hear yourself saying, well, I should do this or this should be important to me, or that should be my value question it right away Mm. because it's probably not. Right. (laughs) And so what the purpose equation does is help, help us to, to accept and integrate what our actual core values are. Yeah. Now for you, I'm hearing consistencies
2: mm-hmm.
1: in the conversation about home, returning home, seeing new perspective, like almost like life is a journey for you so that you can gain those new perspectives on home mm-hmm. and family to enrich your home and your family. Yeah. So for you, you probably will uh, tell me if this is the case. How did it feel to be out of alignment with your core value of home and family?
0: Mm. Um, I think at first it felt – it felt – almost, almost righteous in, in, in the sense of like, well, I'm doing all of this work for us. You know, I'm doing this work for myself. I'm doing it for my future family. And now that I have uh, a child with another on the way um, you know, a lot of these kind of thoughts of overworking or, or, or having, you know, multiple interests or pursuits, it can feel like it can quickly spin out of control. And I realized that there was a moment I, I, you know, I do talk about this with others. Of there was definitely a career moment of burnout, where um, I wasn't good for my team, I wasn't good for my family, I wasn't good for myself, um, my friends. I, I wasn't good in all of my core relationship circles that that really mattered to me, um, and I was justifying my burnout because you know I thought, well, I'm doing all of this so that I can enrich these relationships, um, but. You know that kind of reckoning to realize. No, I'm I'm actually a little bit out of alignment here. Um, I think, you know, one having a having an amazing partner in my wife who supported that that belief of like, you know, if you're not centered with yourself, then nothing else really matters. So, so um, it it helped me to be okay with, you know this whole kind of attitude of like, you, you have to stick it out. You have to finish the race. You have to, you know, live up to your commitments. You know, I think that's good. And that's well-intended, but oftentimes people can stay in a bad situation because they've got that fixated in their mind of I've committed to this and I need to stick with it and see it through to the end. Should. Should. There's a red flag. Exactly. (laughs) Um, But I gave myself permission, and and my wife in particular encouraged me to, to have that permission of, it's okay if we don't have the next step step exactly figured out. Um, we know that we're out of alignment right now. So, let's remove ourselves. Let's remove you from the situation that's causing that. Um, and you'll be a better leader. You'll be a better husband. You'll be a better father. All of those things will naturally be the consequence of Um, taking yourself out of a situation that is not in alignment with your values.
1: Yes. And you know, so much of life is about learning and exploring, Mm -hmm. but it's also exposing oneself to these possibilities so that we can go through a process of elimination.
2: Right, right.
1: And I think even wisdom is a result of a process of elimination. Mm -hmm. So, with the purpose equation, I have a list of 19 values, you know, based on Years and years of research, and that could change because I'm always sure. learning and. Yeah. but part of part of what you can look at when we go through the exercise, say, well, all of these things are my values, but what is my priority? Mm-hmm. And when we can, so some of the uh, examples of other core values are uh, friendships, family relationships, love, civic engagement, learning, creating, there's a whole long list. And so when you go through the experience of picking you know, your top three, its it, I always tell people, don't your other core values that you didn't mark as essential, they still love you yeah. and they're still there. <laughs> yeah. But this is your lens on the world, your purpose lens, as I would say, right?
2: Right, right.
1: And here, so then you might ask, well, how do you know if you're in alignment with a value? You know, how, do, how can we tell the difference between a should and a want to, mm-hmm. or this is who I am? Right. And one of the best ways to do that is, one, you can feel it in your body. So, this comes back to knowing oneself and, si- and self-awareness. If you feel a tightness in your body or like a pit in your stomach, that's yeah. definitely an indicator of a should. Right and an indicator of yeah this is part of like how i am as, as a human am cons- constructed mm-hmm. is when you say family is a core value you feel joy yeah you feel excited right that's an indicator that purpose is living there
0: right yeah I'm so glad I'm recording this so I can come back to it um, and and listen through this kind of thought process. Um, but but I but I really like this inflection point also of one of the ways that you can kind of assess whether you're living in your purpose. You know, uh, maybe a lot of people listening to this episode may think. Um, Gosh, this sounds like a lot of hard work and a lot of introspection and you know vulnerability. And I'm not quite ready to be there with anybody. Um, but if somebody were taking this conversation and applying it to themselves, maybe some of that gut feeling test that we're talking about yes. here is that you know if what your kind of if if the conditions of your life um, are causing a feeling of a pit in your stomach that's probably a red flag. That's a should in your, in your mm-hmm. terms. Um, but if you're feeling joy, that's a, that's not a should, that's an, I am that's a, that's a who yes. you are and it's, you know, um, more authentic. So joy versus Would you say that there's kind of an opposite of joy? No,
1: I think joy is a spectrum. Mm. Yeah. I think it's, I'm thinking about that. I think yeah. it's a spectrum. I think there's levels of joy, you know, there's degrees of joy, one thing that just came to mind I want to make sure I say is, you know, I've I've gone through a lot of kind of guilt about this whole concept of joy and thinking, you know, is joy even legitimate beyond a certain economic segment or a certain culture, mm-hmm. you know, is thinking that I should make life choices based on joy is that like a first world world problem, right? But you know, I've I've done some research and I've talked to a lot of folks and it turns out that joy is a natural emotion that we can all feel and here's the best thing about joy. When living in purpose, joy is all around us and mm-hmm. it has nothing to do with material things, it has nothing to do with achievements.
0: Right. Right.
1: It has to do with understanding oneself and then Having this clearer view of the absolute beauty and awe that is all around us and in others. Yeah. So joy is not, joy is part of being human. And I think that part of the problem we have right now, even in our society with all of the political unrest and everything mm-hmm. that's going on, is that we need to all feel some more joy. Yeah so that we can fuel our purpose and have a clearer view, lens and direction of where we need to be going, both as individuals and collectively. Yeah. To, to live a better life and to have a better future.
0: I love that. You know, it, it, it makes me think about, again, that the word that I'm having the most conflicted relationship with uh, in our industry of senior living right now is passion. And I think uh, a lot of people mistakenly, just like a lot of people mistakenly use purpose as like the thing you do. I think a lot of people mistakenly attribute passion as uh, something it's not. Um, but maybe joy is something better uh, to to strive toward than than um, our version of passion. Um, joy, you know, joy feels accessible, you know, and, and I think, like when you're setting goals, you know, one of the the, the A in SMART goals is attainable, right? And yes. joy to me feels attainable every day. It feels attainable in the morning, at lunch, you know, um, as well as an overall passion. Sometimes I think in the way that we we misuse passion, um, it's like we give you passion or, you know, you you have to be passionate about all of these things. I don't think that's true. You just have to n- understand your purpose, and if you do, you're going to do great work. Um, man, uh, you, you said this wasn't going to be a counseling session, but uh, but it it feels like you know a lot of, um, a lot of productive emotions kind of you know coming to the forefront here. I, I want to see if I can kind of take this and and move it to. Something um, that, and I may I may have interrupted the process here of like the 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 what you would normally do to talk to. We're somebody. going with the
1: flow. So okay, we're going with do the your flow. Thing.
0: <laughs> that's part of that's part of my uh, my joy is going with the flow. Um, but I I I, I want to be able to take this concept something you know like you earlier you said it, it can feel a lot like a pie in the sky kind of conversation. Um, but ultimately, um, I think it's the right conversation, and it and it goes back to my 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 fundamental kind of life principle of that if you are taking care of yourself, if you're improving your own skills and abilities and and, and understanding, that all of your other values, all of your other relationships are enhanced by it, and so um, I think that one of my um, I don't know if it's a core value, but it's certainly a, a life principle, is that if I'm, if I'm improving myself, I'm improving my ability to connect with the people that I love. And that's what Level Up is really about for um, – it's a, it's a call to people that working on yourself – And like this topic, like spending time to devote to understanding your purpose, what drives you, what sustains you, who are you, right? What is your am instead of your should? I think these things ultimately lead to you being a better leader of people. And isn't that what this is all about, right? The purpose of leveling up is to Mm -hmm. help other people. So, this is our Attempt Anna Hall and James Lee of having that conversation of asking people to have conversations about purpose. Yes, yeah,
1: yes. Could I summarize a little bit what I've learned about your
0: purpose? Yes, uh, this, yes, this is what I paid for, by the way. Um, I'm kidding, I didn't pay Anna, she volunteered her time, happily Um, volunteered my time. Yes, yes, um, I'd love to hear it.
1: So, for you, it sounds like home and family has always been mm. and is now a core value and something that brings you joy and happiness and excitement. Yes. I. For other people, it might not be. It might not be like a priority thing, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. What were you going to say?
0: I would say, um, I would say that that's, that's 95% true. The word I would change is always. Um, it hasn't always, you know, this is the vulnerability part, right? Um, and not just recently, like in, in terms of my my core family unit of my wife, my daughter, my soon-to-be son, um, those feel very natural and easy for me to, to uh, kind of group them into a forefront value for me when it comes to family. Um, but when I examine home um, and, and I have to incorporate my family that I was born into, my parents, my brother, my cousins, my grandparents, some of whom I you know didn't know, the good stuff, the bad stuff. I think there's a reason that you know as I was growing up, I felt this kind of push to leave home because you're gonna be better. you're gonna have a better life than you know than this home that you were born into. And um, what has been a reconciliation for me, um, and I think is kind of the precedent to me becoming a better, more purposeful person, is to go back to that idea that I was running away from and realize it's all the good stuff. You know, it's all the good stuff of who I am came from home, uh, whether I was proud of it or whether I was uh, reject- rejecting it. Um, th- this whole thing kind of came to a head for me when, um, you know, my, you, you know, this, my father passed away um, last year from, from cancer. Um, it was a, sh- it was a quick um, and devastating kind of mm-hmm. thing for me, not just because it was my father, but because I had had this complex relationship with my father. And so, you know, when people kind of, assume that the loss is steeped in this like profound loving relationship, that's not true. There's a lot more complexity to it. And so uh, my father and I, we, we had a pretty uh, quick moment of like, all right, are you going to take this last, whatever time you have, it ended up being about 14, 15 months from diagnosis to when he passed away But at the time, we didn't know how long that time would be. And so the question we asked ourselves was, regardless of whatever set everything up, are you going to take this opportunity to redefine uh, your relationship together, to reconcile, to have joy? Those were specific purposeful things that we decided, let's do it. And um, I think that in alignment with things that had happened in my career Um, My own journey of like working eventually uh, leading up to working for myself on behalf of other people. All of those things, I think, came together at a right time when um, I miss my dad. I am Mm -hmm. glad I got to have the goodbye with him in as protracted and meaningful as a way uh, as we were able to. Um, I find joy in the work that I'm doing. This episode that I'm recording with you is a part of my work. It's part of the work I've created for myself. Um, and all of that feels in alignment right now. I, I don't know if it's perfect. Uh, it probably isn't. But it feels aligned. And and I trust that that alignment, um, whether we call it purpose or or whatever, uh, you would. You would call it purpose. So I'll call it purpose. Um that alignment allows us to be better leaders uh, and to, to better lead other people who are trying to just show up to work and help somebody else. So it's, it's affirmative to why I'm doing this work at all, this conversation. Anna, and I hope that more people who are struggling with things as tangible as occupancy or revenue or expenses or employment shortages, all relevant things that are causing us pain points right now in our industry. I hope that this episode, in part, allows people to, to kind of say, okay, this is a part of my work life, um, but I need to always have purpose forefront in my mind. I need to talk about purpose with the people that I lead. I need to give them permission to you know, have this conversation. Um, it's not circumventing your responsibilities to those kind of measurable KPI that keeps us awake at night. But I think in, in a real way, it's serving all of that, right? If you're, if you're doing this work.
1: Well, I mean, take a, a sales role. Mm-hmm. So, the main job there is to sell apartments, right? Yeah. So, you have three different salespeople. They might all be fantastic at selling apartments, but I bet each of them does it in their own way. Right. One of them might be um, very much aligned with family core values, and so they'll get to know the resident and the family, and they'll listen and they'll talk about family. Yeah. Another salesperson might might be super competitive, and that's kind of mm-hmm. built into them. Yeah. So, you know, for that person, you want to you want to give them goals to reach. Whereas right. the other salesperson no, it's like go out and develop those relationships. Right. So, uh, purpose is it is the core of everything that we do. And, you know, human we are all unique, there's a lot that we have in common, but if you're not relating to your employees and to your team and to your residents and to your friends in the realm of purpose, then you're really missing out. Yeah. On the joy and the ultimate success that one can have, and to me, success is not defined as right reaching Mars. Right. It's how many uh, alterations can you make on that journey of life so that you can continue this process of becoming. Yeah. And for you, James, you know, seeking new perspectives and going into the unknown is something that you enjoy. There are other people because of their personality traits, which are also part of the purpose equation where you know familiarity and routine and knowing what's coming next allows them to really excel and live in their purpose. Absolutely. Whereas other people, because of their personality traits, if they don't have challenges or novelty or, you know, things that have never been done before, and it's their job to try to figure it out. If they don't have that, they're going to be bored.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You, you, you've you essentially described uh, my wife and I, um, you know, the, she is that person that she she derives joy from, like, creating a sense of stability for all of us, right? And that's a beautiful thing. Um, and as as a kind of counterweight to that. I have that explorative kind of personality trait that, uh, between the two of us, you know, we really, I think work well together. Um, and maybe that's, maybe that's a great way to think about a team, you know, and, uh, and that, you know, I, I shy away from people just saying, you know, hire for culture fit because what it ends up being is hire for people who think like you. Mm -hmm. Um, and, I I think that if we're rooting our conversations more around purpose and leaders align to that kind of uh, challenge for themselves of like, let's stop just interviewing for and coaching for these performance outputs. Let's really try to understand, like if I'm hiring somebody and they seem to have a very strong sense of their own purpose and why they're working I, I don't care what job they do. They come be a part of my team because somebody that's self-aware is going to be a great leader of other people. Um, and, and the manager
1: can, yeah. can understand a person's purpose, right? First of all, when you hire a, purpo- a a person and you understand their purpose, there's the company purpose, right? Which is very important as well. Everybody's mm-hmm. got to have this same sense of meaning, but you can then help a person no matter their, like like I said at the beginning, purpose can come out, Mm-hmm. There's a lot of different outputs of purpose. So a great manager will understand how a person intrinsically, inherently, naturally operates. Like yeah. purpose is yeah. your inherent operating system. How you see the world, how you interact, what's naturally important to you, what even what grabs your attention. For you, James, the fact that that quote about home grabbed your attention,
2: mm-hmm.
1: why is that?
2: Yeah, that's... That's it's a good question. It's, part of, it's yeah. part
1: of your purpose, right? So I would even, I'm skipping around a little bit, but I'd say going back to home and to you, even this um, desire that you felt to go away from home even kind of points to the fact that home and what it is and what it's not has always been yeah. part of your lens. True, And part of your purpose then is also to seek a new perspective on that. And yeah. then, oh my goodness, you started a consulting company to, yeah. <laughs> to help people basically live in purpose, level up their skills. And by doing this, you're open to going into the unknown, into new situations all the time yeah. to help people figure out like, where is my home? Who is my company? Who am right. I? So what you're doing mm-hmm. is in complete alignment with your purpose. And then for that manager to understand the purpose, the operating system of their employees, they don't have to spend as much time managing or motivating because they can align that inherent purpose to the goals or the purpose of the organization. It comes, work can become a lot more fun.
0: Yeah, yeah. You, you, you can, uh, joy is the operating model, right? Not just a, Not just an output, it's just how we travel. It's how yeah. we work. Yeah. Um man Anna this is this has been such an awesome conversation when i when i stop recording this episode um we're probably going to have more conversation <laughs> yeah. uh but um you know i well even even beyond that i'm just i'm so glad that we've connected uh and that we get to have these conversations every once in a while um i would be remiss if i didn't leave an opportunity here for um for you to share with others, if somebody's listening to this episode and thinks, you know what, this this is this is an alignment with me. It's an alignment with how I want to be as a leader. I want to bring this in for myself and for other folks. Um, I know you have a obviously a full time job, but uh, you you know you're you've been a great resource on this for me. Um, how can other people get in touch with you? What's the best way for them to do that?
1: Reach out to me on LinkedIn. Great. And uh, we can talk about I do have a full-time job, but I have evenings and weekends. Yeah. and this is this is truly my passion. And luckily, yeah. for me, my, my purpose and my passion align. Yeah. And I, and I would be remiss to not drop one more word yeah. <laughs> on this podcast. And that is meaning. If you want to boil down purpose, all of these things we've talked about, shoulds and fears mm-hmm. and ego and joy and excitement and motivation, all those things, the word that I would ask people to walk away with is meaning. What is it yeah. that naturally draws a sense of meaning for you? And I'm going to be bold and say that I think the the reason that we're all actually here is to seek and create meaning for ourselves and for others. Mm -hmm. But again, this journey of meaning must start inside. Otherwise it's a crapshoot.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think that that's an amazing takeaway from this conversation. And um, I I hope that as you know, people are listening to this episode and other episodes of level up um, you see that the that the ultimate goal here is not just to talk about soft skills or hard skills or head or heart, just you know staying in one camp. I think that the effective leader um, is going to challenge themselves to learn all of the skill sets that are going to help you get there. And my my kind of contribution to that thought is that. It's not just solely based on, can you read a financial statement? It's not solely just based on, are you good at having relational conversations? You got to have a little bit of both. Absolutely. Um, and and in, in that equation, I would say that, you know, this stuff, purposefulness, emotional awareness, um, you know, being able to have tough conversations, all of those things we would label soft skills, the heart skills. I actually think that it's not one, one plus one equals two. It's one times, you know, um, yes. your emotional skills. Yes. I, I think your emotional uh, intelligence skills actually are the multiplier uh, in leadership. So if you want to increase that multiplier reach out to Anna, have this conversation, read on it. There's so many ways that you can engage on this topic. uh, And I hope that this episode uh, was a lead in for you to be able to do that. Um, Anna, this has been amazing. Any parting words from you for uh, our listeners or for me to wrap up this uh, therapy session, which you said it's not, Um, (laughs) but any final words from you, Anna? Uh,
1: Notice, notice yourself. Be aware of yourself as you're walking through your day. When you listen to this podcast, think about are there little things that just make me smile and think that those little things aren't little things. They're everything. They're the mm-hmm. big things. Pay attention to them. And then also notice what brings others joy. And then we can create a really amazing way of interacting and relating to each other. And it's, you know, it's one relationship at a time one moment of joy leads to a next moment of joy that can help us get through the hard times and the great times and james thank you for this opportunity to do my very first podcast <laughs> it's I been am- so much fun and thank you for being vulnerable cuz i think you'll help a lot of people to see you know how would i answer that question mm-hmm. and and how would it how would it be different of all the times i've i've uh, d- helped people discover a purpose when i ask that question i've never once gotten the same answer never mm-hmm. once
0: yeah Yeah. Well, that's, that's a good sign that it's the right question. Um, Thank you for being a guest, Anna. I can't believe you haven't been a podcast guest before. You're probably going to get a lot of invitations now. uh, And I hope so. This this is a conversation that needs to be happening a lot more. Um, For everybody listening in to this episode, thanks so much for joining us this week. Uh, You can find more information about this episode and others on um, LinkedIn. Follow me on LinkedIn or go to the website bearwiseconsulting.com which is where I um, host all of this and write articles on it. Um, This has been an amazing conversation. Thank you, Anna. Um, Thank you. For listeners, hope you are living in your purpose today. Um, I usually sign off my newsletters with uh, Lead Well, my friends, Live Your Legacy Today. And I think today in this episode, it's a great way to wrap up this conversation. I hope you're living your legacy today. Have an amazing day serving others. We'll see you next time. Cheers. Thanks for listening to Level Up Podcast. We hope you're inspired to lead every day with both your head and your heart. Connect with James Lee at btgvoice.com and on social media at Senior Living Guy.